Meet Brandon. Brandon doesn't quite understand the power of email marketing and sales funnels, and he doesn't want to lose his customers to a company he loves either. No worries. Brandon is completely safe. The ATS JR Network will do most of the marketing for Brandon and make sure that every customer he brings into the company remains with him. Imagine having emails sent out to your customer every day that add value to their lives and makes them money. Also, imagine the company Brandon loves marketing to his customers while he's at work or asleep. Brandon's customer will purchase the next level of ATS while he's busy. Brandon may not understand sales funnels, but Brandon certainly understands how ATS keeps giving him pay raises monthly. At ATS, we take care of your business and financial goals with you. Join Brandon in ATS today. All right, everybody, I am excited. This is always the same thing we do, but just differently. I want to tell you when you watch this replay later in the future, I want to say the same thing I just told the non replay or the live audience. You have a duty, a moral obligation, a responsibility to be successful. You also have a duty, a moral obligation, a responsibility to share this information. Okay? And this is way too much information for you to hoard. Abundance is meant to be shared. It is meant to be spread across. So later on tomorrow, today, some other day, spread and share this information. Today, I want to talk to you about the things that are stopping you from becoming a millionaire and how to become one. Who's excited about that? Well, I need to hear some feedback. Yeah. Things that are stopping you from becoming a millionaire and, and how you can become one. Let me tell you right now, section one and section two, they're brutal. All right, they listen. If you're doing something on this list, uh, you may get that. If you're doing more than two things on this list, you are off pace. Okay, if you're doing something on this list, you're off pace, but it's okay, you might get there. But if you're doing one or two things off this list, if you're doing two or three things off this list, you're really off. If you're doing all of them, you Right, before you know, I had to say, I said it. Okay, I had to say that. I'll tell you what the subject is again. Today we're talking about things that are stopping you from being a millionaire and how to become one. Yes, things that are stopping you from being a millionaire and how to become one. One more time, I want to say the same thing I just said. Over, you have a duty. Grant Cardone says you have a moral obligation to be successful. Take it seriously. I'm also going to tell you you have a moral obligation to share this phone call. Even if it's in the replay and you see a link, you don't get what I'm about to tell you and you sit on it. The universe does not bless sinners. Remember that. The universe does not bless sinners. Abundance is not meant to be protected. Abundance is meant to be shared. Now, if you can, cut your videos on. Let me feel your energy. Let me vibe at you. We'll cut it down, and then we'll get started. How to, all the things that will stop you from becoming a millionaire and how you can become one. The first section, I got 17 things. 17 things that are wasting your time. Write that down. 17 things that are wasting your time. Do millionaires waste time? No. Hell no. We push it further, okay? Millionaires do not waste time. Here are 17 things 
as I perceive them that are wasting your time. Number one, doing things that aren't worthy of the dollar amount that you desire. I'm putting my weight on the phone call already. Doing things that are not worth the dollar amount that you desire. What does that mean? Why are you picking up your cleaners if you got billionaire gold? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Some of y'all still wash your clothes. Mm-hmm. For what? For what? If you now if, if you're that if you're gonna be a billionaire that don't mind washing your clothes, then that just don't apply to you, okay? But if you don't like folding laundry, okay. stop it. You stop it. You stop it right now. You stop folding laundry. Yes, 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 yes. If, how many of you don't like folding laundry right now? Come on, come on, raise, raise your hand. That's keeping you from your million-dollar goals. I'm telling you right now, you do not get to vibrate at a frequency of something you hate once a week and expect to be a millionaire your whole life. It doesn't, doesn't happen. You, you do not get to vibrate at something that you hate once a week and expect to be a millionaire. Oprah Winfrey is a three-billionaire. She was a three billionaire when she was poor. She vibrated at the three billionaire frequency. She didn't get the money and got happy. She got happy and the money followed. I'm talking. Okay, I need you to get that the number one time waste that you are doing and stopping you from getting to a million dollars is you keep doing stuff that ain't worthy of your financial goals. How many of you right now, you're doing stuff that's not worthy? I don't drive. Everybody knows it about me. I didn't like my car. I said, the car's still sitting in the driveway. I ain't like it. It's, it's yeah, whatever, right? It's a Ford Explorer. Nothing against Ford. I just feel like, I feel like I'm a Bentley guy. I just, I just feel like I am a Bentley that I paid for with one car note. All at one time. Cash. That's just how I feel. So I stopped driving. Until I go cash on a fully loaded $200,000 car, I ain't driving. Now, that may sound weird to some of you, but to some of you that got prosperity in your head, you said, well, you know what? I sure feel you. You sure talking, young man. And that's how it's supposed to be. If picking up your clothes from the cleaners is bothering you, stop picking up your clothes from the cleaners. Get you somebody that's going to do it. Does somebody understand what I'm saying? The number one thing I am currently talking about, all the things that are stopping you from becoming a millionaire and how we're going to get there. Now I'm breaking this first section down to 17, as in one, seven, 17 different time wasters. And those time wasters, ladies and gentlemen, number one, you are doing stuff that's not worthy of your financial goal. Somebody ought to write that down, put that in your spirit. Can I tell you one of the things that everyone is doing is not in your financial goal? Complaining. Yes. Let me put my weight on this. Some of you complain all the time. You get what you pray for and you immediately start complaining about it. Some of you right now, you prayed to meet somebody like me. Prayed for an opportunity and now you complain. Can I push it further? Some of you right now pray for your car. Mad that the engine light on. Come on, I wish I had somebody. I'm going to put my weight on the Jerome. Some of you pray for your spouse. Mad that they feet stink. Look, I'm just joking. I was joking with that one. I was joking. I was joking with that one. Okay, I was joking with that one. But you get what I'm saying. You cannot complain your way to prosperity. Number two. 
Wait, 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 hold on. Okay, I see. I got to write that one down. I'm sorry. You cannot complain your way to prosperity. Doing things that are not worthy of the dollar amount that you desire, or not even having a dollar amount that you desire, is stopping you from being a millionaire. Number two, being the victim in any part of your life. If you pass the age of 12 and you still blaming people outside of you for what's going wrong with your life, you will never be a millionaire. If I get into a car accident right now, I'm going to blame myself for the accident. Even if the person hit me, I'm going to say something stupid like I should have left 10 minutes early. Maybe I should have stayed in the office longer. I don't blame nobody for nothing. I take full Ooh, I'm going to step on some toes. Okay. I take full responsibility for my life, my actions. You can't make me mad, Jerome. You can't make me cuss you out, Chris. You can't make me roll my eyes, Chantel. I made me do anything that I am doing. I also made me complain. I also make $9 an hour, and that's also my fault. I am also the reason why I got divorced. I am also the reason they broke up with me. I am also the reason for all the drama in my life. I, I, I. Why? Because you don't get to complain about a life that you planted. You do not get to complain about a life that you planted. And if you don't like that, plant different seeds. Simple as that. Number three. Trying to save money instead of making money. <laughs> there, I'm starting to feel good. Start, you try, you, number three, one of the things that's stopping you, okay, for those of you just joining on, allow me to tell you what we're talking about. We are talking about the things that are stopping you from being a millionaire and how to become one. I'll put it in the chat for you. The number one thing I said was you keep doing things that are not worthy of the dollar amount that you desire. The number two thing that I said is you are a victim in some part of your life. In every part of your life, you don't get to be a victim. You don't get to say how she hurt you and how she made you. Ooh, child, I just lost my, I went blank. You don't get to go blank. Me, there's don't go blank. Can I push that for me? If Jay-Z went blank in the elevator when Solange was popping up upside his head, uh-huh, it wouldn't be no lemonade album. Wouldn't be no 444. Wouldn't be no billion-dollar company. He'd be in jail. He'd lost everything for domestic violence, yes? See, he didn't get to be blank. He didn't get to set his mind off. He didn't get to drop down his religion. He just had to be a millionaire. How about that? Okay? Number three now, what I'm talking about, is you trying to save money instead of make money. I used to work for this company, and I kept trying to tell the boss. I say, boss. I'm not going to tell you what company it was, right? But I said, boss. Man, I know we, I, I know the money is, you know, acting a little funny and the change is acting a little strange. I guess that. But man, we need to get out there and shake a board. We need to get out there and advertise. He was like, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just cut hours. I said, you can't cut hours. You can't cut hours. If you cut hours, you're going to overwork your horses and then you're going to demotivate everybody you cut. If you cut hours, you're going to cut customer satisfaction. If you cut customer satisfaction, you will cut your employees. And you will cut your customers. He didn't listen, so I ain't open today. See, he didn't listen to me because I worked for him. He didn't know. He didn't know that was my last, last time working for anybody. I wish I had somebody. He, he, he didn't pay attention. 
but he should have paid attention because here's what he did. When money got in a crunch, mm -hmm, he started saving money. That's not what you do. You don't go into save money mode. You go into make money mode. What's best, saving a few dollars or making a couple of thousand? What fixes the problem, prayer or money? I should have did that one. That was too, that was too hard for some of y'all. I do apologize. Saving money doesn't work. Investing money is making money, isn't it? Why would you save money when inflation alone takes away from the dollars you got, plus the taxes? If you spend in Texas 8.25% when you get your money, taxes, and when you spend your money, taxes, that's 16% right there. So basically, your dollar is 84 cents automatically without you touching it. Don't make no sense. You don't go into save money. You go immediately into making money. Understood? Mm -hmm. Outstanding. I'm glad you understand you go immediately into making money. Number four, watching your competitors. Yeah, that's stopping you from being a millionaire. You, you watch why? Why? If you keep watching your competitors, all you're going to do is put out what they're putting out. How can you put them out of business when you're down? Uh, I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to make number. Which was number what? I'm on number four. I think I'm on number four. Number four is watching your competitors. Every time you watch your competitors, Chantel, you're gonna always be a step behind. You know how many people watching me right now? Let me, in fact, let me tell you something. April twenty second, my my business university looked a certain way in the freshman level. April twenty third, it was completely different. Completely different. So the people who are watching me April 22nd, they are now duplicating what I did that I already changed. I got information from me and I said, that don't work. I said, that don't work, Mo. Do this. And now they trying to do what didn't work for me because they one step behind. People always ask, man, how you do so much? How you keep being successful? That's because I keep laughing you because I'm not watching you. There was, yeah, I remember when Michael Phelps was in the last Olympics, yeah. he was swimming, he was doing a good job, and there was this guy who was supposed to be Phelps, Phelps was supposed to go gold, he was doing this here, and the picture's iconic today. Phelps touches the line, wins his last goal, and the guy is looking at him, and he doesn't even medal. He don't even medal. He's looking at him. He was in second place, but he looked at him instead of reached out. And, you know, Olympics, you, you lose by tenths of seconds. Uh -huh. Second and third touch. He touched fourth. Didn't even medal. Can I push that to y'all now? Some of y'all ain't meddling because you're looking at your competition. Why are you worried about what they post? Why are you worried about how they coach? That, that will never make you successful looking at your competition. And if I could just open up your head and pour that into you, let me tell you something. I don't look at none of my competition. Don't even care. But you should watch your competition, what they do. No, I should not. That's what some poor person told you. I don't need to watch my competition. I need to invent what my competition should be doing. Do you understand? If you watch your competition, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to their ratings. I want you to go look at all their one and two star ratings. Yeah, don't watch their competition. Don't watch the competition. Watch the customer complaints of the competition. Can I give you a free tip, Chantel? You go ahead and you go to customer star number one. Customer star number two, Juanita, this is what you do. And you see all them complaints, and then you build your product 
the way you wanted to do it, and then you encompass all those complaints, and now your product is better than theirs. Now you got blue magic. They got that wax stuff. Uh, if you're not from the streets, you don't get that one. It's all right, though. My man, it's all right, though. Look, my man, Darius, it's like, my man, my man, my man, right? right? You, you, you can tell I'm from the hood. Don't mind me, right? But there you go. You got blue magic, 100% uncut, pure. Frank, what, Frank, around this joint. That's what, Frank, what, you understand? That's what you have, and they got that other stuff. Basically, what you need to understand at all cases, at all times, watching your competition always keeps you one step behind. Number five, you don't move your phone while you work. Mm, 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 mm. That phone. How many of you right now, come on, it happens to me too. I got my hand up first. Y'all see it? Can you see it, Jerome? My hand up first. How many of you know Facebook? Soul is good at distracting you from what you were supposed they, to do. Boy, Facebook is real good at that. Facebook, you, in fact, you go on Facebook to do something important and to get distracted by the very Facebook you needed to do something important on. And you, 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 can't, you can't never get started. And as soon as you get started, you get distracted. And then you go, let me check this real quick. And you never get into a groove. Never get into a groove. Tip is a Twitter, right? And that's our favorite platform. If you don't move your phone way over there, you would never be a millionaire. It's just what it, it's what it is. The phone, while makes you a lot of money, yes, but while you're working, if that phone call ain't immediately put money in your pocket, you got to let it go. Let that receive that because you need that, okay? I didn't mean to make that rhyme, but I got a little swag on me, and so it, made, it, it rhymed a little bit, okay? Number six. Oh, you need me to repeat it? Number five, I, I repeat all of them. Number one, doing things that are not worthy of the dollar amount that you want. Number two, being a victim in any part of your life. Number three, trying to save money instead of making money. Number four, watching your competitors, you'll always be a step behind. Number five, moving, move, you don't move your phone while you're working, okay? Number six, not having employees or paying them too poorly. If you, if you just join us, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about things that are stopping you from becoming a millionaire and how to become one. Well, not having an employee or employees is the most fantastic way. How, how many of y'all right now got a business with no employees? Yep, you already lost. You lost. You lost. You know why you lost? Because the universe don't work that way. The universe never says, hey, please be a one-man show. Please be a one-woman show. We'll bless you. That's not the way the universe works. It's not. It is not. If you let's put it in modern day, modern day age, your mother can't give birth to you without a whole team around her. Let's put it back when everyone was in Africa. I mean, every race or one race was in Africa. However, you want to interpret that, right? Mama couldn't have a baby without the whole village around her. Do you understand what I'm saying? You do not get to be solo dolo and a millionaire at the same time. You don't. The universe is not set up that way. Abundance is meant to be shared. And if you're a one-man business, it's very hard for you to become a millionaire. You need to at least employ a sales funnel. Ah, see that? You need to at least automate something. You need to at least have a robot, a dancing monkey or something. You must pour into something to get back. If you don't believe me, I'll say it this way. You don't get to go outside in your backyard, look at the ground and say, ground, I want some tomatoes right now. Nope. 
until you give tomatoes first, you can't get tomatoes back. Is this understood? If you don't have an employee, you can't be a millionaire. And if you pay them poorly, it, you know, some of y'all, you pay your people so poorly, you got this turnaround all the time. You know how much money it costs to train people, to get them to adopt your culture, to get them to say, you know what, I like being here, and then run them off because you don't pay them enough, and then start that process all over again? We got to say it for that in football. I used to play football, and I was a free safety, and I was a wide receiver. And one day, and I, I, was, I ran a 4-4-40, okay? Well, it's 4-4-2, it four, four but you know, take the two off. I'm going to sound cool. 4-4-40, four, four, right? Now, I get across. I had to do a slant. Now, this is a typical regular slant. If you ladies don't know, I had to run up five yards and cut to the left. That's all. To the left or to the inside is where all the big people are that's going to knock my face off. Okay? Now, I go catch the ball, Jerome, and I catch it with one hand. But then I tip it. Then I got to catch it again, and then, pop, separated my jaw. Somebody knocked me so cold, separated my jaw. I missed two games. Uh-uh. Coach told me during film, if you'd have caught it the first time, Smith, you wouldn't have got popped like that. And I went, did you just teach me something? I think that applied to life. And I'm trying to tell all of you right now. If you do it right the first time, you don't dislocate your jaw. Did that help you? If you pay people right the first time, you don't get to dislocate your jaw. If you read the book right the first time, right? You understand? You you lose money when you don't get when you don't do it with a spirit of excellence. And it costs you a lot of money to go back and retrace what you did poorly the first time. I really hope that helped y'all. All right, let's keep moving forward. Number seven, staying mad at people who left you. Ooh, 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 millionaires don't do that. Bosses don't be mad at people. I ain't got time to be mad at none of y'all, period. Let me tell you something. Some of you right now, you deacons, and you still mad at people. Come on now. Come on. Being mad is like peeing on yourself and want me to feel it. It don't work that way, right? You don't get to mess up your own diaper and it won't need a feeling. No, no. Today, companies compete on the basis of digital experience. Your website is your most important brand asset and your primary digital experience. You need a platform that will give your web team the confidence to move quickly, building, testing, and optimizing your site. Pantheon is the platform of choice for more enterprise Drupal and WordPress sites than any other platform. They are the only web ops platform built from the ground up for agility, giving web teams agile superpowers to iterate faster and deliver results. Organizations such as Coach, Yale University, and the ACLU trust Pantheon to keep their sites fast, scalable, and secure. Learn more today at pantheon.io slash B2B. That's P-A-N-T-H-E-O-N dot I-O slash B2B. If you peel yourself, that's a one-man job between you and your pants or your dress. You understand? That's what being that holding holding a grudge is like literally peeing on yourself and won't meet it. You you feel that? You no, it doesn't work that way. 
And when you are mad at someone who left, two things are hurting you on a practical level. Number one, you're vibrating at the wrong frequency. Yep. Number one, you're vibrating at the wrong frequency. Anger has a vibration and that don't attract money. How many of y'all made money mad? You can't make money mad. You can't make love mad. Well, I guess you can a little bit, but eventually you relax, right? You, but you can't, you can't do nothing. Right, but so you know, a little bit, a little bit, I've lost my cool points, right? But you, you, it's a lot that you can't do mad. Is that fair? Okay, you vibrate at the wrong frequency. Number two, you're looking at who left and not your goals. Mm. That's a word for somebody. Somebody need to hear that in 2019. Somebody need to hear that the reason you ain't got what you want has nothing to do with them has everything to do, you keep looking at that. Can I give you a word in due season? I'm gonna need you right now to stop looking at them and start looking at your goals. So what they hurt you six years ago? The reason why you stuck in this six year season is because you keep looking at six years ago. Millionaires are always present where their feet are. And if your feet are right here at a great opportunity, but you still looking at him because he hurt you, you still looking at her because she cussed you out? You'll never get that opportunity. That's a word for somebody. I feel it right now. I almost changed this whole call to something different. Some of y'all need to understand you're looking in the wrong direction. Okay? You can't catch up and look down. It don't work that way. Don't work that way. Number eight, spending time on social media and not making money from it. Mm, 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 mm. Can I help y'all out just for a little bit? I make money from being on social media. It's the only reason I have it, okay? I've learned how to monetize my social media. Would you like me to teach you how to monetize your social media right now? First, you need a product. Well, actually, y'all didn't answer me. Would you like me to teach you how to get paid for being on Facebook and LinkedIn? Yes, all right, all right, now I Now, you need a product first. You need somewhere to push them, is that fair? The next time you slide in my DM, conversation will go something like this here. Hey, you're doing all right. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you saying I'm doing all right. Oh, but yeah, I just want to stop by and show you love. I'm glad you showed me love. Thank you. Tell me. Tell me a little bit about you. Let's stay in touch. And then they start talking. Okay? And when they start talking, I'm reading. I'm listening. Okay, they like rockets. All right, they like the rockets. All right, then you know what? I actually have a friend down in Houston right now. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should, I'm actually on the way out there, maybe one day, then I'm saying we hook up and we'll meet. Cool, no problem. They gone. No problem. Next day, you know what? I was, you know what, Femi? I was thinking about you. I really like our conversation. Tell me more about what you do. I'm interested in seeing what you do. I may have some people that are interested in being a customer talking. Boom. Now, Femi, come to my page to see what I'm doing. Got him. Got him. Got him, coach. Got him. See, I ain't settled. I gave him a whole lot of reasons to say thank you. Now he done fooled around and came to my page. My whole page got products on it. Sales funnel. What I do. This is what I do. Go ahead and come on over. Now he says something or he like. As soon as I see a like, man, Timmy, thanks for watching that video. I really appreciate that, man. <clears throat> do me a favor. I really respect that conversation before I'm going to get energy from you. Tell me what was your favorite part so I can get some energy. Or tell me, give me some feedback that I can change. 
Now, I don't think you need nothing to change. I'm glad you said that, man. Tell you what, I got another one. The, are you interested in the subject? Yeah, I really interested in sales. I got another one. Hold on real quick. Let me get this one. Take this one, no charge. Just watch it out and give me some feedback. Now, it's two of them. Now, he even sat with me. Listen, he even sat with me for an hour now. Would y'all like to know the secret? The secret, Darius, is your job is to simulate eight hours of connection. Oh, man. Wrong me wrong. I'm giving it away. You need to treat it like, you ever heard of the third date rule? This is just me and my man Darius right now. Y'all ain't. Y'all, 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 y'all not balanced like me and him. You understand? But third date rule in common culture says after the third date, I want a nightcap. You, you understand that? You know, like I, I just spent five hundred dollars. You understand? Kiss on cheek, something. That this is this is. I didn't make this up. I'm just tell you what it is. Now, I want you to think about that. The reason it's so common in all cultures because the third date simulates. I trust you now. Right. I've been with you. I, I've been with you long enough to know you ain't crazy. <laughs> you know, at least you ain't right, right, right there. Is it right? Yeah, you ain't crazy. You might be crazy, but you ain't so crazy that I'm not fit to cash in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you get real crazy. I'm just gonna cash in just just for a little bit, right? You, you know what I'm saying? Now put that into sales. What's the equivalent to sleeping with me in business? Giving me your credit card number, 16 digits from left to right, four digits at the top, okay? Because you do know we protect our credit cards more than we protect our undergarments. Don't act like you don't. We real peculiar about that credit card. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What you mean my card for, right? Somebody flirt with us, we flirt back. But somebody flirt with our money. Wait a minute now. If I ask you how you doing, you go, I'm all right. If I say, "How's your money doing?" What? Hey, 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 what you? Hey, back up, right? Come on now, don't don't lie to me now, right? This is back up a little bit now. What you mean? How my money doing? Right? Okay, all right then. So basically, to sleep with me in business is to spend for me. All I have to do, if you slide in my DM, is simulate eight hours of dating. How do I do that? I got content on my page. Uh huh. And you're gonna be with me for a little bit. You're going to watch this video. Let me watch another video. Watch another video. Watch another. Now we have eight hours. You're like, man, man, let me get, to, right? And then boom, that's how you make money from social media. Did that help somebody? Mm-hmm. You simulate eight hours, eight-hour relationship. I need to have an eight-hour relationship. Now, let me tell you how it don't work, okay? Let me tell you how it don't work. I'm going to use theirs. Just be vibing off each other, right? I'm right. a girl. Okay, I'm, I'm not a girl right now, but I'm, I'm gonna make myself a girl because I'm about to I'm about to hit on Darius, right? So I go, hey, sleep with me right now. Wait, wait a minute now, wait right? Because I don't know him. Yeah, I don't know him. I don't know who he is. I can't just run up on you and say sleep with me. But that's how y'all use social media. You get on page and you post buy for me. Wait, wait, wait a minute now. You're moving too fast. First right. off, I wouldn't even. First off, I wouldn't even try to scroll to your timeline in the first place. I was trying to ignore. I'm just skimming. I didn't want to buy nothing. I didn't come to Facebook to buy nothing. I came here to escape this job that's getting on my last nerve. Who can who can relate to that, right? And I, here I am trying to escape, and you want me to buy something? Ooh, you finna get unfollowed <laughs> because you did not simulate 
for three day room. You didn't build trust with me for eight hours. Right. You, you didn't even want to. You didn't even want to take me out. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Good. Hopefully that helps you. That's how you make money from social media. You should be making money from social media. Number nine. Not being productive in the office. Ooh, wee. My team, they ducking now. They got the heads down now. They got the heads down now. Yeah, you get in the office, not to work. How many of y'all, let me, let me tell you what happens. This is what happens. You show up late, number one. When you show up late, then it take you about 45 minutes to get in the mood to work. <laughs> sure. How many of you wake up? As soon as you wake up, you start checking your time, right? checking your email, right? And then when you get to the office, you check them again, just in case that drive made you miss something. I wish I had somebody, right? Now you check wow. them again, and you got to get started. You, you know, you got to get, get warmed up. But they, they, this is what you do. I'm hungry. I'm going to just give me a little eat real quick. And now it's 1030. All right, as soon as it's 1030, what you, do, you get your hours of work, and you go, it's 1130. I need to shut down real quick. Give me some, give me some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> now, from 11.30 to 1, you take a break. Now, you got what we call the itis. Okay? You got that itis. So my eyes get real heavy, like you've been eating ribs. You know, ribs. ribs. Super smoke from Uncle John, who can really cook some ribs, right? You get down, you got that itis, and you go, oh, all right, I'm going to just, I'm going to just, let me just, let me try to wake up for a little bit. Now, it's 1.30. And you watch something on Facebook to try to get acclimated. It's 2.30. Then you say, you know what? Let me get some work done. And then from 2 to 3.30, you're working real good while getting distracted. 4 o'clock, you go, you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. So, uh, you know, so I got I to gotta go, go get the kids. <laughs> come on. Come on. The kids get out at 2.30. And that's your whole day. And you do it five days a week and you know you do and i know you do right <laughs> you know you do you do this now here's the deal some of you are entrepreneurs home-based business and here's what kills you you work in your bed yep this is what you do you work in your bed with the netflix come on don't lie to me right you don't even put on your shoes how many of you know that you can't be comfortable you can't be comfortable in bed with shoes on. This is how you trick yourself. Me and Tiffin built this company from the ground up, and we realized one day, man, I suck at home. So what we would do, she would go half a mile down the street to Starbucks. I would go. For two years, I sat in a Starbucks in Texas City, Texas. And that Starbucks is this big. I'm not even lying. It's this big. It got five seats in it. I'm not lying at all. It got five seats. I'm telling you, if you don't get there on time, you ain't getting no seat, right? And I sit there, and but I knew I got so much work done leaving going three miles down the street because at home, too many distractions. My kids wanted me to be a daddy. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. My bed wanted me to be a lay down person. Netflix mm-hmm. wanted me to be a watcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My, my no socks on was like, hey, go ahead and just relax a little bit. You can't work hard with cold air laid up, rubbing on your toes. It just don't work that way. You understand? It, it don't work that way. So if you poor at the office or if you're at home, <laughs> if you're at home and you don't make your living room an office, you're unproductive. And you'll never be a millionaire because home 
was never meant for you to be a millionaire in. Home is meant for you to come back outside and be a millionaire in. It was never meant to make you a millionaire. The only thing home is supposed to do for you is get you them tax breaks with your home-based business. Okay? You use home-based business for IRS, but you got to get up out the bed. Fair enough? You got to do it. Okay? Let's keep going. Number nine. No, excuse me. Number 10. I just did number 10. Number 10 was not having an office. I, did, I combined both of them together. Number 10 was not having an office. So that's nine and 10. Okay? Number nine was being not productive at the office. Number 10 is not having an office. Number 11, having too many meetings. How many of y'all know that? <laughs> All right, let me let me let me shift to some church folk right now. Let me shift to church folk. Y'all ever had some long meetings in church? And there could it could have been an email, but here's what happened, Jerome. Everybody said they're gonna change, so as you walk out there, nobody changed. And then it happened. All right, let's take it out of church. You ever had some stupid meetings at the office? I mean, come on now, don't 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 fool me. Or you had people that you you on the front line. Maybe you make pizza or something, and you got these people who never been to the store telling you how to do your job and making changes that make your job harder. Okay, you understand? Or, or you a school teacher and you got people that ain't never been in no classroom teaching you how to teach now. Because they done had some meeting that makes you have a meeting that now all of a sudden you can't get nothing done. Having too many meetings, okay? Meetings are bad. And can I help y'all out? Stop stretching 15 minute meetings for an hour. Stop that. I, I know you want to hear yourself, but go ahead and stop. Go ahead and stop. I have I have a I have a friend. I don't see no kid. Let me scroll down real quick. Let me scroll down. I have a friend. She's she's Les Brown's youngest daughter. <laughs> she's a fantastic friend of mine. Her name is Serena Brown Travis. She is CEO of Les Brown. Almost a lot of stuff, and we built a, a nice company together. She's a friend, and she says she when she made me she had me rolling one day. She said, I got to watch the speakers I invite. I said, why? Because some of them just like to talk to where they like to hit themselves. I call it verbal masturbation. And that is a very good description of a 15-minute meeting that lasted for an hour and a half. <laughs> it really is. You do not need to do that. Meetings absolutely hurt you when they are unproductive. Yes? Mm -hmm. All right, the next number, whatever number I'm on. Not having meetings at all, <laughs> right? You're having too many meetings, and now you don't have any type of meetings. That's number 12. How are you going to run a company only in your head? If you don't bounce your idea off somebody <laughs> so you can see that you ain't as smart as you think you are, okay? You need to bounce your idea off of somebody. I know I know that. Oh, somebody told me in my private message this Stafford ain't got no property taxes. All right, now nah, I ain't mad at Stafford. That's in Stafford, Houston. It's a suburb inside of inside of Houston. But you seriously, you need to have some type of meeting. You don't get to be a genius in your head. That good idea ain't so good when you say it out loud. Or good ideas don't make people rich. Great ideas make people rich. Not good ones. So now you got a good company competing with average good companies. All because you ain't want to have no meetings. 
We'll keep going. Number 13, watching TV. I'll just move on. It's not even, it's not even, it's not even, yeah. Time wasters, just not being a millionaire because you watch too much dog on TV. Yes. Rhonda, no, Shonda Thursdays. Shonda Thursdays. I'm sorry. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me, I, I, I apologize. Let me move on. No, I moved on. I know Tim is going to say something. I do. Let me move on. Number 14. There, there we go. Talking to friends during workouts. Mm. I'm not talking about your employee friends. I'm not talking about your employee friends. Ring, ring. Hey, what's up, bro? Some of them friends. Okay. Is bro helping you become a millionaire? Then put him down. Okay. Okay. Ring, ring. Hey, baby. Yeah. Okay. We need milk. All right. And what else? Okay. Sausages. Okay. Napkins. Okay. All right. Socks. Okay. And remote control. Okay. What you doing? You know I'm at work. Why you'll never talk to me? I am talking to you. Why you always start this? See, and now, and now, now all of a sudden we on a whole we we on a whole different conversation now about why you always disrespecting me in front of my people, right? All that stuff. Stop that, okay? Stop it. Leave home at home. Leave entertainment at home. Get into your Starbucks office or your living room office, okay, with your house shoes on, and go after it. Is that is that fair? You go after it, okay? Number six, no, number fifteen. Not having work hours. Uh-oh. I'm going to lean in. Some of you entrepreneurs don't actually have real work hours. You say silly stuff like, I work all the time. Everybody's my customer. Okay. <laughs> Both statements show me that you're poor. Okay? Because you don't have a plan. You don't have a plan. Yes, yes. Both statements show me you're poor. They absolutely show me you're poor. Because you don't have a plan. You need work hours. That you're going to say on this day and this time, I'm going to be absolutely dominant. Is that fair? Yeah. Now, watch this here. Some of you are going, well, I got, I got, I got like three businesses. I got a good plan for you, boo-boo. Here, here we go right here. From 9 to 12, you're going to do one business. Then you're going to stop. You're going to eat. From 1 to 3, that business. From 3 to 7, that business. Then you can go watch TV. But don't go watch TV. You get it? Let's push that further. I'm in sales. I'm glad you said you were in. How many of y'all in sales right now? Come on, let me hear from you. Network, network marketing and sales, all that stuff is sales, okay? Now watch this here. Let me bless you. The problem is you don't have a good work schedule to set appointments all the time. Can I help you? This is what you do. Henceforth. From 12, well, let's start in the morning. From 9 or whatever time you get to work in the morning, all you're going to do is make calls to set appointments for after 12 o'clock, after 1 o'clock, okay? What are you going to do? All you're doing is setting appointments for after 1 o'clock. Some people, and they're not going to be the same. They're going to say, well, you know, can you get me Thursday? And they'll say, what time is good for you? I say, well, the time is good for me is, is actually afternoons, okay? You're going to push most people to afternoon. If you can't push in afternoons, you just do it then. Let me tell you what you're going to do. You're going to have Five days, Monday through Friday, when you push the people to the afternoon, here's what's going to happen. Eventually, that gap is going to catch up with you. You're going to move from appointment to appointment to appointment to appointment to appointment. And here's what, see, Grace is getting there. Here's what's going to happen in the morning. Morning is setting up your money. Afternoon is closing your money. 
<laughs> Grace gets it. Grace gets it. That's how you do that. That's how you set up normal work off all hours if you're home. Please believe. In 2008, I was flat broke. I had lost everything in Hurricane Ike. I had to go train and learn. June 2000, nope, March 2009, I bought my first house. And I bought four other houses on the schedule I just told y'all, all in 2009. I set up all my appointments in the morning and I closed them in the evening. That's exactly what I did. And I bought five houses in one year. Totally didn't know what I was doing. And I paid a lot of taxes. Don't worry about that. Okay. But I still won. Okay. You get the point. Number 16, not having a big enough net to catch sales. You don't have a big enough net to catch sales. What does that mean? You got a business, but you ain't trying to reach 10,000 people. Come on now. You're trying to reach your bill money. Come on, somebody tell me right now. Come on, don't, don't lie to me. Come on, don't lie. How many of you right now, you in business by accident? You didn't do this on purpose. But right now, your business is just operating to pay the minimum of your bills. Come on. That is not a big enough net to be a millionaire. You so focus on debt, you keep attracting debt. Am I helping you? Mm-hmm. you? You're trying to get out of debt so you stay in it. Because the only thing that exists in your reality is debt. Bills. You were born to pay bills, and that's it. That's all you do. That's all you do. You got no anointing over your life. You just pay bills. No, we know that's not true. We know that's not true. We know you're supposed to do more than pay bills. So do yourself a favor, cast you a huge net. That means if you're trying to reach 10,000 people, maybe you got to lower your price a little bit or up your price, however it is, but go out to 10,000 people. Is that fair? If you want 10,000 customers, cast the net to reach 100,000 people. That's how you do that. And finally, number 16, not reading books that get you to the next level. Yep. Most of y'all don't even read. Some of you who do read, you read Twilight. <laughs> unless you are, <laughs> unless you are writing the next teenage drama series, and that's research for you, you read incorrectly. Here's how I read. This is how I read. If I have a, in fact, I'll give you a real, well, I'll give it to you. If I have a problem, I go buy a book to get me out that problem. That's, that's how I read. I only read to get to the next level. I'll give you an example right now. I have a problem right now of having a large distribution system, okay? I have a large business system. Distribution is something completely different, okay? In fact, let me bless you even more with this. Every business that survived the 2008-2009 recession, the Great Recession, the biggest one we've ever had besides the Depression, but the next one is going to be even bigger than this one. All the businesses who survived had large distribution systems. All the ones that died, okay, 
all the ones that died were operating off the industrial age model. The 2008 is a great demarcation line that says you're now in the information age. Here's what happened. Amazon had a big old distribution system. They cashed in. Apple cashed in. They dropped out. In the recession, Apple dropped the iPhone. I don't know if y'all remember that. Apple dropped the iPhone in the recession, and celebrities were standing outside paying $1,000 for a phone. Do you, I need you to process that, okay? Money didn't disappear. It just exchanged hands, and it went in your hands. You want a large distribution system. That's the problem I'm having. So what I do is I've been reading books on Amazon, Apple, Google, distribution system, large sales teams, all sorts of stuff. Books written by the CEO of Salesforce, predictable revenue. I'm now built because I'm bringing in so many people. We now must keep them satisfied. Yes, that's how it works. Okay. So Daryl is in the process of scheduling a CEO meeting with me, with people, so I can say, hey, we, hey, child, right? Here's what the deal is, right? This is his work. This is how this level of marketing works. Relax. I got you. Don't even worry about it. We good. Just so I can do that. You get it? Because when you bring people in, you got to serve them at the same time. Oh, y'all missed that. Y'all missed that because some of you, you just want money. You don't want to serve people. I vow, and I always do it, I don't just over-deliver in service. I also over-deliver in the people who believe me enough to follow me. I don't just, just over-deliver by giving you all this information. If you work for me, you're going to get over-delivered. If I got to fly out in a jet to your house, let's talk. That's how you become a millionaire. All right, next section. That was the 16 things to waste your money. Here are 12 reasons why you are not rich and never will be. 12 reasons why you are not rich and never will be. The last one's positive, okay? I just want to know. Now, if you fail at any one of those 17 categories, you know what time it is, okay? You know what time it is. Number, I mean, number one of the first 12. 12 reasons why you're not rich and why you never will be. You don't like rich people. Can I put my weight on this, Chantel? <laughs> Look at him. He ain't need that. He had to get that car. <laughs> he had to get that car. Come on, some of y'all do this. I listen to you. I watch you do it. A five thousand dollar suit? That is stupid. What is she doing wearing a twelve thousand dollar dress? You know how many people you could have fed with that? And you repel money every single time you do that. Every single time you talk about the goodness that somebody did for themselves, you push away money. You push it away. You push it away. You, you honestly push it away. The next time you see somebody with something that you don't agree with, wish them well. Vibrate at that frequency and watch what comes at you. Wow. That is a fantastic car that I would never buy because I like things more economic. But I'm really glad they bought that $500,000 car. See that? There's a big difference. <laughs> Some of y'all don't like rich people. I was just in a meeting 
of president. Yeah, if you don't know, I'm running for president of the United States, 2020. I am. And I was sitting in the meeting on the north side of Houston in 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 Tempest area where all the rich people live. Tempest lives in the rich people area because she's rich, right? So she's sitting, sitting there off there, Veterans Memorial. This is what you would call spring. Or, yeah, yeah springish, okay? And here's what happened. The lady said, oh, ladies. The lady said, oh, my God, I've been following your videos. And you said something one time about the church and how the church accidentally teaches us poverty is holy. And I said, sister, I meant it. Let me help y'all, okay? Some of y'all don't like rich people because you've been taught rich people are bad. It came from your parents. It came from the church. It came from someone religious. It came from TV. It came from somewhere. And now you think if someone has a lot of money, they have to steal or hurt people to get there. If you don't believe me, I'll test you by saying it a different way. Some of you are afraid to charge full price for your product because you believe if you do, you're hurting the person who paid for you. You're taking from them. Mmm, I, I just saw some faces. Ooh, I just saw some faces go, ooh, he talking about me, girl. <laughs> I just saw some faces. I just saw some faces, right? You you think that if you, how many of you right now, you don't talk your business, which is a good thing, in your family, because the more you get, the more they think you took from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all right now are not allowed to be happy in your house because if you happy, they think you took happiness out of the house. It's only enough happy for y'all to be average. If you get all the way happy, now you even took all the happiness out. Some of you just flat out, you just don't like rich people. We've all got a question. Does the same go for saying don't forget about the little people? Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Don't forget about the little people. It's some culture or person's guilt trip on you being successful. That's called, what well, some people call it passive aggression. I'll tell you what it's actually called. It's called envy. Envy is when someone can't give tyranny a full compliment. They got to give a half one. You don't, you, you're doing good, but don't forget about the little people. See, they could have said you're doing so well that you're going to leave your environment and make a good environment for yourself. I'm so happy for you. But they can't finish that. So they're saying, you're doing so well, I know you're going to leave this environment. And I know you're going to forget us and leave us behind. So don't forget the little people. Instead of being all the way mad at you, they got to give you a half compliment. How many of you got people in your life like that right now? And watch this here. How many of you are those people? I, I see you, Chantel. I see you out there getting that money. Yeah, Tyree says that person has a problem with you. Yeah, I, I see you. I see you out there, Daryl. Uh huh. You hang with Antonio and stuff. I see you, man. Yeah, must must be nice. <laughs> you named me one person that said must be nice and actually meant that as a compliment. I don't know nobody who ever meant that as a compliment. Nobody. And don't, don't be a church folk. God bless you. Yeah, that means go to hell. That's exactly what that means when you say it that way, right? These are half compliments 
of people who have a problem that you're getting blessed and they are not. Okay. I'll say it a different way. That God is doing something for you, but not doing something for them. And people have a problem with that. And once they internalize that problem, they have a problem with anybody doing well. Yep. They say, I like, I like this celebrity because he's down to earth. No. You're saying, I like this celebrity because he doesn't make me feel bad for not being one. Mm. <laughs> That's too real. <clears throat> Number two. Your parents slash religious teachers have taught you poverty is holy. Parents slash religious teachers slash school systems have taught you hey, it's all right to get a $32,000 a year job. It's fine. It's okay. You don't have to want what everybody else wants. Being a secretary, what's that wrong with being a secretary? Being average is just fine. It's in the heart that matters, Shannon. The heart matters. The heart matters, Juanita. Don't lose. Don't gain the world and lose your soul. <laughs> this is real stuff that people say. And if you ain't going to get it from there, I'm going to give it to you. Because it needs to be given to you. We've accidentally received poverty when we were born to think abundance. When you were a baby, you didn't want one toy. You wanted all of them. Mm -hmm. Now that you're grown, you say, well, let me save up for that one toy. Who taught you that? And where does the phrase, have your cake and eat it too, not make sense? I eat cake. If I have it, I intend to eat it. Who taught us that we get to get it and just window shop it? Can't say it's got to be vegan cake. You're right. It's got to be vegan cake. <laughs> I'm going to get Law to send me. Law, Law and Daryl will send me some recipes for some vegan cake. We have been taught poverty by accident. And seriously, we have been taught poverty by accident. And it came from our teachers, our school system, our religious centers. Here's why I homeschool my boys. Would I like to know the truth? I live in a small town, 17,000 people. I like it that way because I'm buying up that town. Don't tell them, but I am. Okay. Now, one day when my boys, when my youngest was in the first grade and my oldest was in kindergarten, or the other way around, youngest was in kindergarten, oldest was in first grade or pre-kindergarten, they came home and they had a problem with being black. Yeah, I'm serious. They came, they went to school and came back had a problem being dark skin. Okay. Now their daddy is a sexy chocolate man. Okay. Sexy chocolate man. Right? But they came back and they had a problem with that. And that's not why I took them out of school, but it leads to the problem. So I said, oh, buddy, that's why I call my boys. Don't worry about it. Listen, you know, I, I tell them, you know, the darkest sex, look at your daddy. Ain't your daddy fine? That's why I tell them. I tell them they, they laugh, they smile. They look at your pretty smile. The reason your teeth look so pretty is because you got that dark skin. You know, I'm telling them about, right? You know, all that good stuff like that. I'm telling them what a father would tell somebody like that, right? Boom, they go back to school. Then they have a problem with money. I said, no, wait a minute now. No, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. <clears throat> What'd you say, son? Well, yeah. They told us that we have to be, we're going to make an average of $40,000 a year. I said, no, wait a minute now. That's why I drew the line. I said, wait a minute. 
you had me messed up when you came home, not wanting to be chocolate tea. But now you coming home with a $40,000 a year lead? Nah, not doing that. Now, that may not bother some of y'all, but putting $40,000 lid on my kids when the average American makes $56,000 a year and the average person who lives in a metropolitan area needs $90,000 a year to be broke, and you telling me that my child is destined to be $50,000 under broke? Yeah, you got to get out that stoop. Now, that may sound crazy to y'all, but I understand town full of 17,000 people. If you look at the census, if you, if you pull, if you pull, there's, in fact, you can Google this, public information. Google Lamarck L, put it in the chat, put it in the chat for me. Lamarck, Texas, okay? Google Lamarck, Texas. Google that. And you can Google like the census and you'll see a detailed chart. It says one millionaire. I bet you can't guess who that is, okay? It says one millionaire and has somebody else five, four hundred thousand, and then boom, twenty thousand dollars. Of course, when you live in a town of people that you are doing well at twenty-seven thousand dollars a year, you pushing forty thousand dollar a year dreams. And that is not the reality I wanted for my children. Does that help you? Yes. Am I being too real? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's going to tell my kids they should have made 40000 Right? You're not going to do it. You're just not going to do it. And that's why I pulled my kids out of school. Now, the reason I brought that up because I want you to understand that they were accidentally taught by the school system. And those people had parents. Those people also went to some religious establishment. And they all said that being average is the goal. Don't do that. Number three, you think rich people are special. Let me tell y'all something. I'm as dumb as a bag of rocks, okay? I am. I'm I've got some intellect on me because I, I, I happen to have it to where I, I remember everything I see so that I got a little advantage there. But other than that, I'm dumb. You ought to see me in social situations. I am as awkward as possible. Accept I am awkward. I don't know what to do at funerals. You be crying, I'd be like, in the office. They be, sometimes we have bad days or sad days. They cry, I'd be like, come on, y'all hug them. Am I lying? No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't lying. So I don't know what to do. You cry. I don't, know, I, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. I'm not a nurturer. Somebody called Tempest. You know what? Grace, Deanna, y'all, y'all, y'all hug on oh, Grace. Hug on Deanna. Some, some, I don't know what to do. I am not. <laughs> yes. I took a selfie at a funeral. I sure did. This is a true story. This is how dumb I am. This is how dumb I am. That came from Tiffany. I saw someone that I hadn't seen in a while. Her dad just died. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? She said, hey. She's sitting on, on the almost front row in all black. I say, listen, let me see take a picture so we can send it to your daughter. And I took it. And I sent to her daughter. And then I walked away and Tiffany was like, what the? And she, 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 she cussed and stuff, right? Like, what are you doing, right? And I was like, what? 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 What, what I did wrong? And then she tell me, that's not how you behave. Now, while that is funny and downright just pitiful, it is. It's totally pitiful. I'm being vulnerable with you and letting you know I'm dumb. 
I don't know how to act in social uh, social positions. I don't. I just don't know how to do it. I'm just one of those genius kids that was weird his whole life. You know what I'm saying? But I still got money. That was the point. The point was, I ain't got to be as smart as you with your smart self. You understand? <laughs> I just got to have, I just have to know the algorithm of money. Is that fair? Rich people aren't smart. They know the algorithm of money. Algorithm just means a set of instructions. Chris Holmes, let me hear from you. Man, I'm so glad I tuned into this. I was driving early, but I'm pumped. But like, <laughs> but like, while I was listening, I was like, oh my God, this feels so much like my whole situation because you already know I'm from a small town. And that mentality, you know, of just the prison mindset, of working for the prison, 20000 30000 And every time I speak anything about financial or looking great, it's like, why you want to do that? I'm like, what? Even from like home or like even close <laughs> friends, it's like that resistance. I'm like, why should I? Why should I settle? So for the longest, like I'm way out of that now. That's why I'm constantly in the city and Houston, things like that, and meeting with great people. But for the longest time in the beginning, it's just constantly battling with that back and forth, back and forth, especially in the church house, because like inside, like in my myself was telling myself like I I deserve something better. I need to do something more than this. I know there's more to life. And so when I was hearing you, I was like, this is definitely speaking to me, like all the way through. Man, I so appreciate you. I'm glad you said that. Because I'm from a small town, Galveston, Texas. And if you was at the if you was working at UTMB, you made it. Okay. UTMB, University of Texas Medical Branch. That's the number one employer at Galveston, Texas. If you it's so bad, Chris, it's so bad that it's so hard to get a job at UTMB, because once you get in there, you die in there. I'm not lying. And my life from When you get a job at UTB, you're gonna die before you you cause you listen, let me tell you, Chris, they ain't gonna do nothing to mess up their job. They ain't gonna mess up no piss test. They ain't gonna do nothing. They gonna stay in there because that right? It makes you one of the richest people in the city. It, it just, even if you're doing transportation, you will not. <laughs> I'm serious. You die in there, Chris. And if you couldn't get there, you had two more options. And if you didn't do these other two options, you was broke. You couldn't get no girlfriend, couldn't get no boyfriend. You couldn't buy no house. Couldn't buy no house and go in the debt, okay? So what happened? You had to work for, what is it? It's not TDC. Yeah, TDC, the Texas Department of Criminal Justice, right? <laughs> TDCJ. If you didn't go there, right? And, exactly. if, and if you didn't go be a nurse over there, right? <laughs> Something like that, you was out of there, right? I'm from the hood to where the only degrees we got is nursing degrees, which is good degrees, but that's it. If you ain't going to school to be a nurse, you just ain't going to school, okay? You're going to dribble out the hood or you're going to throw a football out the hood or you just got to move to Houston, right? Something like that. <laughs> my town's so small, we call Houston the city. <laughs> you know you from a small town when you go all the way back to 1800s and say, y'all going to the city? <laughs> yeah, pick, pick me up some peanut butter, right? You know, all that stuff, right? It's so bad. And if you didn't go to TDC, here's what happened. You had to go work at the plant. Because this, tech, this Texas, y'all, we got oil plants down here. And if you wouldn't make it $17 an hour plus overtime, you ain't nothing. And think about that. That's $36. I mean, that's 30, 
what is it, seventeen dollars an hour? That's fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, it's thirty-six. Ain't that much? That's like thirty-six thousand dollars a year. It's not. I mean, if you take away taxes, that's it. Fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Taxes make that eighty-three thousand dollars a year. And eighty-three thousand. I guarantee you to Google. People that make six figures now feel like they broke. It used to be something prestigious. Now it's awful. Thirty dollars an hour now. Thirty dollars, you're doing good. No, you're not. Stand next to me. Thirty dollars was not doing good. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm not even saying that to Brad. I'm just telling you right now that every hour on planet Earth, I have the potential. Like every if I if everything works well, if everything just clicks every hour. If the sales team do this, this and that, and everything works, I have potential right now, every hour on planet Earth, to make $563,000 an hour. If everything works well. I, I have a product that costs $500,000. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that happens all the time. I'm saying stand next to me, right? With $30,000, it won't look like that no more. Now. Let me go and stand next to some of my friends. I'd be like, hey, y'all, I'm just be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't talk in those circles. I'm the low man on the totem pole. That's the reason I'm over there. I got friends that do $50,000 deals, and they mad about them because they don't do small deals no more. If you approach some of my friends with a $50,000 profit, they don't even do those deals. I'm afraid it calls me Mark Davenport is his name. He said, Hey, hey, the number one thing that bothers me about you, bro, <clears throat> your price is still low, man. Hey, hey, let me tell you a story. This is what he called me. He's from the Bronx. No, he's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. Just hey. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the Philadelphia's on the box. Yeah, yeah, Ken and Mark Mark Smug. I'm sitting in Philadelphia on the box. And I come to the Philadelphia owners with a big deal. I said, listen. I pitch him the deal, go through it. He says, I like the deal. The deal, the guy would have made a million dollars. Oh, no, $10 million is what it was. He says, Mr. Davenport, that sounds real good, but I don't do small deals. $10 million? Yeah, I don't do small deals. It takes the same amount of money, money, the same amount of energy to make $10 million than it does to make $100 million. If it's not $100 million, I don't do the deal. Mark told me that story, changed my whole mind. To this day, I don't do small deals. I don't. I just don't do small deals. And that's because I went around other people doing far better than me, and they changed my mindset. Small town, $30 an hour, man, you big man on campus. But it's easy to be the big man in the town for the three-foot tillers. If you stand in six foot and everybody in the town three feet, you you looking good, right? Don't do that, please. Do yourself a favor, and don't do that. Don't come from. Don't have a small town mentality. Don't have the church mentality. Have prosperity mentality. Okay. What's a prosperity mentality? There is no lack. If you're not thinking of infinite abundance, you are thinking incorrectly. Got me? Chris, want to just say something? I don't know. I was just like listening. Cause, um, okay, yeah, like, yeah. But like one thing I will say too is like um, one thing I noticed of a lot of people 
trying to start a business, uh, especially in my area or people I meet even at workshops is like, they questions like, I don't think this is the right price or I feel bad about charging. And they hit onto what you were saying earlier. And uh, in the very beginning stage, I used to do that a lot too. And then uh, when I used, when I was doing my invoice and see how much I was like, I'm not making nowhere near the amount that I, I know I can for the value of work that I'm doing. Yeah. It's like I'm not making it. And I was shortcutting myself. And it took me looking at it right in my face and be like, you need to change this. That's right, man. That's right. I'm glad, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Tempest, unmute your mic real quick. I'm glad you said that. Tempest is my business partner. If y'all don't know, I'm coming to you next day. Tempest is my business partner. Tempest, did you just purchase Salesforce? Is that what that email just came through? Is, it, is, is, that, is that what you just did? Did, did you just get Salesforce? Okay. Yeah. Right now, during this call, Miss, Mrs. Money Spender over there just got Salesforce because we always improve stuff, right? You do know that costs a lot of money, right? I want you to think about something for a second. There was a time in my life that if you said something costed $99, I'd be like, nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Nine, I'm not gonna pay that much for no see nobody. Oh, I'm I'm the only one that had poverty by set. Okay, okay. I thought y'all looking at me like I'm the only one that said crazy stuff like that. I'm not gonna pay no twenty four dollars for no book. <laughs> Come on. Only thing I read is the side of my cereal box. Right? And he used to brag about brag about that kind of stuff. Salesforce cost a lot of money for a company this big. <laughs> Seriously. And I just got an email flashed on my screen where Chris was talking. Uh, yeah, your integration with sales. Oh, okay, all right, got you. All right? Check this out. When I, I'm saying that for a reason. Because you can be poor one day and then spending so much, you can spend so much money that it's past your salary, what you used to get. And if you're not thinking like that, you're thinking incorrectly. As a matter of fact, let me give you a new process. This is the process. I say this about once a week to myself. I want to get to once a day, but I keep forgetting about it. But I say about one. You know what? I'm sorry. I'll do this, plus I'll do something else. I say this about once a week to myself, and I'll say this now. I want my favorite restaurant, Chantel, not even to be in America. And if you're not thinking like that, you're wrong. I want a $50 million private jet. And I don't want my favorite restaurant to be in America. And if you like, if you felt the energy of that statement, you need to go ahead and say it for yourself. Why, why we can't have a favorite restaurant somewhere in Barcelona? And I don't need to be popular. I need to be a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. They, they be putting their foot in into what my grandmother is saying, right? I'll show you something else. I'm going to type, I'm going to share my screen. Darrell likes when I share my screen. He said I always giving away stuff. <laughs> so I have this this is now this is me. Okay. This is me. I don't mean to push this on anybody. This is just me. Yes. Is that fair? All right. This is Chris. This is just me and my goals. Okay. <clears throat> don't want to push it on nobody. It's just me and my goals. This is my I call it my thinking wealth statement, okay? I want to show you this here. If you're not thinking like this, ladies and gentlemen, you need to think bigger. Okay? I'm going to blow it up so y'all can see. You ain't got a strain. I'm going to blow it up for you. Okay. I blew it up real good. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. 
I would have one billion. That's a billion. B. That's a. How many figures is that? Ten. I would have one billion dollars before July twentieth. That's my birthday, twenty twenty. And watch. And we really want you to see this here. This is where it gets real, y'all. If you ever wanted to see how someone chasing a billion dollar thinks, this is how it gets real. I would give up everything to reach this goal. I would do anything, all caps, legally and morally to achieve it. I will give up my free time, my TV time, and reading time to achieve this goal. This is the most important part. So let me hold this joint right here, son. Hold on. Bold underline. I will also give up any friendship of any kind that does not help me achieve this goal, regardless of who they are. I will work harder than anyone else in my field. I will read more than anyone else in my field. I will achieve this dollar amount through Brook Carrick University. You don't know what that is. Codex Tech, that's my tech company. You're sitting in the middle of the ATS brand and the ATS Venice University teaching and investing. And I will read this aloud twice daily when I wake and before I sleep. I get this from Think and Grow Rich if you don't get it. And this is the six steps to do it. So not only do I think like that, I'm going to do you a favor. What I'm going to do is I'm going to paste my entire thinking well statement, okay, in the chat right now. What you can do, you don't have to, y'all grown, but as for me and Chris from small towns, we're going to copy and paste this here, okay? All right, screen We're going to, I'll put it back up there for everybody else to screenshot it too. Look, Look, so there it is right there. All you got to do is take this home and go and do it for yourself, okay? Now, just keep reading it. And if you haven't read Think Girl Rich yet, don't worry about it. If you keep reading this, you will attract Think and Girl Rich. I promise you, that book will find you if you have the fortitude to keep on reading this here. Now, watch this here, y'all. I'm going to share my screen again. And this time, I'm going to let you screenshot it. Just the same way, screenshot in the easy way, okay? I'm going to put it in a nice little thing right there. So here we go. I'm going to share my screen again. And now, please, by all means, take out your phones or do whatever you got to do. There it is. Screenshot it. There it is. You go ahead. Screenshot that. That's there. That's yours. That's all yours. Take that. In fact, remind me again to share my – hold on. Let me let – me, let me. Somebody might have been slow. There you go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Yeah, uh, y'all know what that is. Uh, uh, 3, 2, 1. Injection, fellas. That's, that's four. boys to me, right? All right, boys to me. Anyway, y'all got it. All right, here we go. An 80s baby. You know, you know, I'm 80s baby. Don't worry about that. Okay. I'm going to share my screen again. Give, give, give some giveaways. Let me keep going real quick, though. Oh, hold on, wrong thing. Let me keep going. Now. Now that you know that us folk from little cities was ruined by little thinking, but we all can overcome and get out of it. Yes? Everybody okay with that? Everybody okay with that? Yeah, you can overcome and get out of it. Good stuff. Now, let's see. What number was on? That was three. Number four, you're committed to being entertained, not educated. Oh, you thought this was going to get easy? You not, have you not been to an Antonio T. Smith, do you, Cole? 
You're committed to being entertained, not educated. All the videos you watch make you key, key, key. That, that's how they say it down here, Santel Side. Who you key, key, key in at? Right? That's how they say it down here. That's, how that. that's when you're in trouble. When she say that, you're in trouble, okay? You are in trouble. That means who got you over there laughing at your text messages? Because it ain't me, right? But that's a whole different story. Don't worry about that, okay? Don't worry about that. You, you want to be entertained. Ladies and gentlemen, hear this statement. You are far, you are far more profitable to your government entertained and not educated. You're far more profitable to your government entertained and educated. You are. You are. Flat out. You need to get educated. Don't, school, don't confuse your schooling with education. Dave, let me hear from you. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yes, sir. I was um, <clears throat> I was looking at this list. I don't know how how far you're gonna go with it. Um, but I, I was thinking though, at one point in my time, um, I was attract. I really was attracting abundance. And then, like you say, I got around that circle because I used to always go to like, um, you know, Rolls Royce dealerships and look at the Rolex stores and. You know, yep, the different yep. designer places and, you know, walk through the million dollar houses and, and the things like that. And and then I got around those small minded individuals that kind of threw that. Oh, you're just a pipe fitter, just a welder. You shouldn't be thinking like mm. that. You should be happy to be employed and, you know, retire at X, Y, Z, you know. <clears throat> and then at that time, when you're going through certain things. You kind of, you kind of, it kind of just settle on you like, man, you know what? Retirement ain't bad, you know. Uh, you know, mm. X, Y, Z. Instead of with me being on the, on these calls, it's kind of getting those juices back flowing again, and you know, getting to my business and reading more, and just really having a uh, a plan. And kind of what you put out is is what I had, and I was going to do a live on it with just showing um, some of the stuff I had wrote. And I used to uh, speak. And one of the things that I had um, done when I first started my trucking company, I had wrote me a check for my business account for um, $40,000 um, a week of, of revenue. Mm. And then, like I say, you know, you have those people that's, oh man, I don't know what happened. Oh, no, we got you. Okay. You probably okay. had a phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not obtainable, you know what I'm saying, for a man of your caliber, you, you know, you being in a position, you're thinking too highly of your company. And I'll just I'll just take it back, you know. And I'm I'm like I say, I'm so happy that I'm I'm able to be on these calls and then get those juices back flowing again and start to think of abundance like I used to. Cause I've been in this state and I'm like, man, you know, it's just it's so exciting for me knowing that I'm in a group that is thinking on this level, you know? Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. As a matter of fact, you just inspired me. You stay to the end of this call. I'm going to give away about 17 different ways to make $25,000 for your business. I am. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Mo Williams, let me hear from you. Um, what I wanted to say to the gentleman that just spoke is, and I just posted this the other day, um, don't allow people to speak into your life that don't speak life. Those people should not even 
be in your circle. And I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's the person that birthed you. I don't care if it's the person that sleep with you. I don't care who it is, period. Don't tolerate anybody pissing on your dreams. I can't stand that. So that's, that's, that's my, that's my thing to say on that tonight. I'm that you see that got under my skin. Cause I mean, who are people to tell you how to dream or what to believe? Because I believe whatever you do, always do it big. You got to dream big. You got to think big in order to have a big bank account. Boom. There it is. There it is. People will only ever support. Thank you very much, Louise. People will only ever support what they can afford. If they can't afford it, they won't support it. Okay. Some people, and that, that's not about, that's not always about money. Some people in Chantel life, they can't afford her doing better than them. So they can't support her. Wish I had somebody. It's some folks that can't afford tyranny to be smiling because they used to as long as she's sad, I feel better about myself. Mm, I'm talking today. And since they can't afford your smile, they won't support you when you have one. Am I making some sense here? People will only ever support what they can afford. That's the truth. That's the truth. Number five, is it five? I'm on five? <clears throat> Number five, people make you feel guilty all the time. Some of you never gonna be rich because every time somebody say, what you doing for your community, you feel guilty. Yeah. What you doing for women, you feel guilty. Oh, so you just gonna make all that money, you feel guilty. Stop making people make you feel guilty. Here's, y'all watch me, I, I like to do this when I be speaking. Here's the problem with shining, okay? Let me, let me get somebody. You get my homie Darius, okay? Here's the problem with shining, Darius. When you shine, you also reflect, okay? See, the problem with shining is you shining so bright, I see my reflection in your shine. And if I can't handle my reflection, I got to kill your shine. Because your shine reminds me I don't like myself. And as long as you around, I remember I don't like me. So I got to kill you so I feel better about me. And some of y'all, you surrounded by those folk right now. The better you do, the more they don't like you. Hold on, let me, let me scroll down my screen. I know I should have somebody over here shouting. There's somebody. Somebody can resonate. It was Jerome. Okay, he can't. Jerome, unmute your mic. You can't hold your peace. You ready? <laughs> I'm on, and Tony, I'm on book two of my three book series. And the people that I work with in New York, that's all they did. It was the, and the kids loved me, and the kids loved me. And the more the kids loved me, the more they hated me. And and that's, that's, what, it. that's what it was. It, it, it was so sad. But the sad part that's was, the sad part was I did better because I didn't allow that. I wouldn't entertain that because it wasn't about them. It was about the kids. So that just made them more angry, which gave me more pleasure. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that. Because here's what happens. If someone is in the same field as you, that's normally where most of your haters come from. Mm -hmm. Most of your haters come from the same field as you. You got coaches that won't like another coach status. 
I know plenty of motivational speakers. It's I know plenty of motivational speakers that won't like another motivational speaker's keynote. Plenty of preachers won't won't show up. Won't won't like another preacher's service. Come on, am I am I? We hate what we are close like to because we always want to be better than. We compare ourselves to that. This is why this is too much, but I'm gonna say it anyway. This is why a lot of network marketers don't get along because network marketing forces you to actually be with one another, and now you can pay his monthly salary with his monthly salary. Why his? Why my downline don't look like that? <laughs> why, let, me, let, me, let me leave that alone. Let me leave that alone. Let me leave that alone. All right, number six. Number six. You care too much about what people think. Now I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm gonna move on. Right. I'm gonna move on. Some of y'all, you know who it is. You, you you know who you are. You get hurt every time somebody say something. How many of you cannot take criticism whatsoever, and you know you can't? Yep, you're these people, okay? You, 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 you can't be rich and not be ridiculed. Please know. Let me, let, me just, let, me, let me just say this before I move on to number seven. I do these calls for free. Well, this used to cost $1,500, but I put it out there for free now. Y'all do know that every time I open up my mouth, I gain 1,000 followers and 1,000 haters at the same time. If you are not ready for someone to go on your comments and talk bad about something you posted, you're not ready to be rich. I used to tell Tempest this all the time. I used to say, Tempest, get ready. Get ready. Can't go off. Get ready. Get ready. And then it happened. And she went smooth off. You dumb mother. <laughs> she good now. She good now. She good now, right? She she good now. But you get it. You cannot. You can't be pretty if somebody don't got a problem with that. There's a saying that I really love to say. You could be the sweetest, brightest, most ripest peach on planet Earth. Always gonna be somebody that don't like peaches. That's crazy. Even though I don't like peaches. That's crazy, right? That's absolutely crazy. Let's keep going. Number seven. While drinking my peach tea. Don't tell Daryl I'm drinking this peach tea with all this sugar in it. Don't tell Daryl that. All right. <laughs> Number seven. You don't care enough about what the right people think about you. See, number six was you care too much what people think about you. Number seven is you don't care about what the right people think about you. It's only a few right people in your life. If you with me and you got Daryl over you, you need to care about what he think. Not what they think. Yeah. Does that make sense? You need, if you with me and you got Tempest over you, you need to care about what she thinks. Does that make sense? If you got mentors, and if mentors are looking at you and say you're going somewhere, you put stock in that. Because they've been with you in your filth. Mm -hmm. And now they see where you're going. 
Number eight. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Quit talking your mentors. Number eight. You still living the life your parents want you to live. This is 12 reasons why you would never be rich. That's why you're not rich or why you never will be. You still live in the life your parents want you to live. I really want to put my weight on that, but I'm going to be nice. No, I'm not. You still, I'm going to be nice. All right, here we go. Number nine. Yeah, it's like, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're still trying to prove your dead parents. You're still trying to prove to your dead parents how smart you are. Now, I will open up this one. You still trying to prove to your dead parents how smart you are. Some of y'all had a hard mother, had a hard father. And here you is, still out here trying to be a perfectionist. Still trying to be a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they said something to you at 12, you still can't get over that 52. Come on now. Let that go. Okay, let it go. Stop trying to prove. Let me tell you something. If you're trying to prove your parents right or wrong, you wrong. It's your life. I used to not do drugs. I still don't, but I mean, for this reason. I used to not do drugs because I didn't want to be, both my parents are, are drug addicts. One is in jail, one is still on drugs since 84, to my knowledge, okay? 1984. And I used to not do drugs, Sparkle, because I didn't want to be nothing like my parents. I was better than them. That was the stupidest thing on planet Earth. It was a terrible motivation. All it did was make me vibrate at the wrong frequency, hold grudges, have a problem with my parents, and I mistreated women because I had a problem with my mama. I need some more men to hear what I just said. Now I can't respect you, woman, because I don't like my mama. Yeah, let all that stuff go. Rich people don't rich people don't do all that. We don't hold grudges, okay? We, we don't do all that. Okay, what number am Brighton? What number am I on? Number 10. You're too loyal to traditions. This is how we do it here. At the Darius, full of love, Jerome Red, Grace Sandals, John Calloway, Missionary Baptist Church. Okay? This is how we do it here. Nope. 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 Okay? Let go of traditions. Be married to the mission, not the message. Number 11, you're an expert at making excuses. I got a guy right now. That's all he do. Make excuses. You're an expert at making excuses. That's number 11. You're an expert at making excuses. Some of y'all know every reason why stuff ain't going to work. That's why you. That's why it'll never work for you. You, 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 you get told what the proven system is, you don't do that. Right? You, you get told how to pass the class, you don't do that. You get told how to have a successful marriage. You got excuses why it ain't going to work. So none of the marriages in my family work. Yeah, yeah, and yours won't either. Okay? Number 12. Lean in. It's the number one reason why you aren't rich. I saved it for last. You aren't friendly. Yep. No one promotes people they can't stand. 
No one does business deals with people they don't like. You aren't friendly. And that is why you're not rich. Because you haven't learned how to walk into a room and make the room feel good that you were there and miss you when you left. Nope. They feel good when you left because you got on their last nerves. Now, here's how you become rich. If you follow these, first off, if you've done any of the 17 things or the 12 things that I said, which is 29, <laughs> somebody just looked at me like, man, I did way more than half of those, right? If you've done any of those, you just, you're not on the path to prosperity. You're on the road to poverty. The good thing is, the line this video, the skill set is a skill. Rich people are not special. It is a skill. It is a discipline. Like where Ralph Waldo Emerson says, all disciplines can be learned. Okay? Now, if you do these next seven things, and I'm still going to give you away some links and stuff so you be blessed. If you do these next seven things, if you do one of them, you're doing all right. If you're doing all seven, you're on your way to being super rich. These are the seven signs that you would be super rich or successful, but that's super rich in my head. Number one, you're super competitive. Super duper competitive. Let's stop right there. I just lost half my crowd. Not, no, not with you. That's why you, <laughs> that's why you always number one salesperson. Grace, yeah, I can hear the comments over there. She's always number one salesperson. She's been number one salesperson in the company for two years or through three years now. With a high level we are in this business, she's number one salesperson, employee number one, because she's competitive, super competitive. But I just lost half my crowd because you know why? You know what? Money isn't everything. You know, I just want to be, you know, I just want, no. No. Did Michael Jordan just go, oh, I'm not going to dunk on you. I'm going to just, I'm going to just let you do defend. No. Michael Jordan stuck his tongue out and dunked. Do you understand? You got to be super, name me one person that is uber successful that you look up to that's not super competitive. I dare you. Oprah, so competitive. She said, I'll stop watching Phil Donahue. I ain't have time for that. I did me, and I, do, do y'all know why Oprah, oh, y'all don't know why Oprah is Oprah. Oh, let me tell you. Does anyone know why Oprah is Oprah? It was a lot of TV personalities in the 80s. Why is Oprah the one that's big? Phil Donahue? Jesse, Sally, Sally, Jesse Raphael? Jerry Springer? Right, but at least these three we can remember. Just, I'm not talking to you, young folk. All right, I'm not talking to you, young folk. I'm talking to Mo Williams and them. Okay, Ricky Lake. Okay, why is it that Oprah's only one? I'll tell you why. Because all those talk show hosts were employees. Oprah was so competitive. She said, "No, nah, I want to own it." While they were getting salaries, Oprah was getting a salary and dividends. Jenny Jones. Yeah. Jenny Jones. Yeah. She always did the makeovers. Yeah. yeah, she always did the makeovers. Think about this. Oprah was so competitive, she went in there and said, nah, I own this. Yeah, Les Brown had a talk show, did too. She did. Think about that. 
Oprah, you know how competitive you got to be to walk into a room full of people who do not look like you as a woman in the 80s? As a black woman in the 80s to say, yeah, I, w- I want to own this. You know how crazy you competitive you got to be to do that? But you know what? $3 billion. I say she was crazy all the way to the bank. Fair enough. You got to be super competitive. Yeah, now she owns her own network. Sure. That was crazy in itself. You know what? I'm going to start a TV network. That's why I'm starting. It was Oprah that inspired me to start my own TV network because that has never been heard of. You know, anyway, that's a different call. That's, that's a different call. Num- I'm sorry. I got to push this way on this competitive. You're super competitive. If you are not competing right now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I really appreciate you for being on this call. Some of you are brand new to this call. We do this every Wednesday. Some of you have been invited by someone on this call. I really hope that you go back to them. And towards the end of this call, I'm going to be looking for three people. Three people. Maybe I'll do more. I'm going to be looking for three people to come on in so I can help make you a millionaire, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll tell you why in a little bit. But if those people who invited you don't follow up with you, they deserve to be poor. Let me lean in and tell you right now, I said it, I said it on this call, that you would not be rich at all if you don't be competitive. And if you do not, if you're not competitive enough to offer a free membership and follow up, you're not going to be rich. It's not going to happen. If you're not competitive enough for free, you're not going to be competitive enough when something costs you. Stop fooling yourself. That's how it works. You don't get to be, if you've been unfaithful your whole life and you think you're going to be faithful when you get married, you don't get to get married and start being faithful all of a sudden. You have a pattern of behavior. And if you're not super competitive, you are being dominated. Let me give you an example. 300 people. I want all of y'all to imagine. You know what? I don't want you to imagine no more. I'm going to put it up. You know what I'm saying? Boom. I want to put it up. I don't want nobody to imagine. Let's do it this way. There we go. Share my screen now. I was, I was going to get you out of magic, but I don't want you to imagine. I want you to wrench around and wrench it off. Okay? I Googled 300 unit apartment complex. Someone unmute your mic and get, give me the rent in this place. Doesn't matter what city, look at it. You can, you can kind of postulate what the rent is. Someone, Someone give me rent for one bedroom. Seven ninety five. Seven ninety five. Seven ninety five. Maybe like twelve ninety five. Oh, okay, I, I heard somebody else say something. Three thousand a month. Twenty five hundred dollars. No. Twenty five. Eighteen. Twenty five hundred dollars. Eighteen. Eighteen seventy five. Okay. Eighteen seventy five. Nineteen fifty. Yeah, she in D.C. That show is nineteen fifty. Okay, good. Thank you for participating. Let's go. Let's let's take the medium between that. We'll go with fifteen hundred. All right, fifteen hundred. Everybody, play along. Grace, come over here. And get your calculator. Who? Which one of y'all taking notes? You taking the notes? All right, come over here with your calculator. Fifteen 
Come on, put it right here. Oh, you know what? Hold on real quick. I like it when you do it right there, right there. All right, so now you can get to come over here with the with the calculator. Y'all know I ain't got no sense. Now, it's got for see me. I want you to do 300 units times 15,000. Let them see it on the calculator. I'm excuse me, 1,500. Okay. I'm sorry. I think so, B. I know. I know. I'll be tripping. I, I'll be tripping. What number is that? 450,000. 450,000. Is that a year? No, that's a month. You mean people pay rent once a month? Once a month. Really? Every month. Every month. Every month. So that's four hundred fifty thousand. That's it. A month. Yeah. Can you multiply that by twelve? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> five point four million. That's it. You mean tell me in a three hundred unit apartment complex at five point four million a month? I mean a year. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Thank you, Grace. Thank you very much for that. I sure appreciate that. Let's see if we can break it down this way. Okay, I'm doing this for my man Darius. Okay, I've been vibing off his energy all night. Okay, this is doing this for my man Darius. Now, if you're super competitive, you went out there and bought that. Yeah. Now, watch this here. If you didn't educate yourself with your competitiveness, you super competitive, and you go out and you dominate, so you can pay that rent on time every month. Pay attention. Pay attention. You're either super competitive. And dominating and getting that five point four million dollars, or you missing a call like this, and you competitive, and you paying to my five point four million dollars. I just okay, Jerome got it. Jerome got it, and that's that's super competitive compared to super competitive. And if you ain't super competitive, you a customer your whole life. You're a consumer. That's all you do. Thank you very much. I will sell you the next iPhone six months later. Nothing will change. Just nothing. <laughs> Buy it every time it comes out. You get it? All right. Number two, you always finish whatever you start, no matter what. Ooh, I just lost 75% of my crowd right there. This being successful stuff is real talk. Number one said you're super competitive, super duper competitive. Number two, you finish whatever you start, no matter what. Let me tell y'all something. I'm talking to you. If you always finish, how many of you right now, you can't even hold multiple conversations? Because if you start looking at one person, you just tuned out everybody else over there. How many of you, 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 you tried to multitask and you say, you know what, I just don't do that well. I just can't do it. I ain't got time for that. I just can't. Because you had to finish what you started. How many of you quit your piano lessons at seven? Uh-huh. It was at seven. It was at seven. Some of y'all quit everything. Some of y'all ain't finished a single task all year, and you know it. You know it. You know it. You have meetings with mentors. They say, do this, and you go, I'm going to do it, and you don't do anything. And then here's the deal. You have the audacity to be tired and you didn't do no effort because you thought about doing it in your head and you got exhausted. You know you're not going to be rich if you think your way to exhaustion. That's just not going to happen, okay? If you finish, if you finish everything you ever started, how many of you, you started a podcast and you quit on it? Yep. You started a YouTube channel, <clears throat> you quit on it. You started speaking, you quit on that. You started doing a live show on Facebook. Quit on that. Come on. Come on. Right? You quit too much. 
And that is why you won't be rich. But for those of you, there's only a few of you, you finish whatever you start. Whatever you start, you finish. You got two for two. You're doing good. Number three, you are the poorest person in your circle. <laughs> Around here, they joke and say, I got a bottomless car. My car has no ending. No end in sight. We no end in sight. It's got an end. Tempest be giving me money. That's what it is. She's actually, she sent me some money today. She sent me some money today. She sent me, she sent me a significant amount of money today. I sure appreciate it. Too. I appreciate it. Tell the IRS. Tell the IRS she hiding money. She sent me some money. Okay, tell her report her taxes. She sent me some money. I, I got it. She really did. Earlier this morning, she sent me some money. That's First truth. of all, don't play like that with this administration because they coming for folks, okay? So delete that. <laughs> they, so they do want their money. They, they absolutely do want their money. I ain't bad at you. Now, you're the poorest person in your circle. Remember when Chris was talking? Said, man, I had to get out there. But now he in my circle. So now he's going to constantly get refilled up. And then when I leave this circle, I go to another circle. I go to another circle to where the money I am worth is the low man on the totem pole. Yeah, I go to circles. I don't even talk, y'all. I sit there and listen. I don't even have permission to talk, Chantel. I ain't even earned the right to all these accomplishments. I can't even talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, if you're not in them circles, man, you need, to, you need to find you some circles. Number four, your brain never stops. Not, watch this here. Your brain never stops improving your business or your life. I did not say your brain never stops thinking. Because being up at three o'clock in the morning Googling how the world go in. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> it's not prosperity, okay? That's just your brain. <laughs> that's an IRS always on the call. He's all right. That's all right. That's why he said that's why he say how much money she gave. I ain't said that, right? I just said she gave me a dollar. There it is. Your brain never stops improving your life. You're always reading the book. You're always watching the webinar. How many of you are addicted to podcasts like me? I am absolutely addicted to podcasts. Podcasts. I can't I mean it's, oh, you mean to tell me you're going to give me all the information that I needed that I didn't get nowhere else in a podcast? I could drive and listen to you? Yeah. Always improving your life. Always improving your business. That's how you want to do that. Number five? No. Yeah, number five. Credible people are saying, Darius, you're going somewhere. It's when credible people say, Femi, or oh, you're going somewhere. Femi, I watched you tied up when you first got here. That's real stuff. Hold on, let me let me put my face in the camera. Femi, this is a real conversation. I watched you tear it up when you first got here. As someone who knows it, you stay the course. You're going somewhere. Credible people tell you you're going places. You get it? You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm credible, cred credible, but Google does. Okay. Now let's see. Number six. Mm -hmm. You never stop learning. I'm not talking about improving your life. I'm saying you stay a student. You're crazy enough. You're absolutely stupid enough to listen 
to some really sexy guy with a beard and some glasses and a blue shirt talk for two hours. That's it, right? That's real talk. That's crazy. You do know this is crazy, right? We are the crazy 1% of the world that actually foregoes a Wednesday night of drinking to learn. I'm sick of We don't make no sense, y'all. We don't. All of y'all can at least check this one. The same, same y'all listen to me, you listen to podcasts. You, you don't know about podcasts, you watch YouTube and learn stuff. Who knows <laughs> YouTube to learn? You go to YouTube and look at hood fights or something, right? Here, here you are learning, right? You're learning. All of you, right now, I'm looking at Derek. I've been driving about Derek. Derek's got some power in his own. He's sitting in the car on the side of the road. He ain't got no choice but to be successful. <laughs> but think about that. If you was in a car, and then you, look, look, Chris in a car, now he got home with his home and didn't even disconnect it. You ain't got no choice but to be successful. Let me hear from you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to add on to that. Like, my, now it's became like my morning routine. I wake up like early, like four or five o'clock in the morning, do my little workout. But while I'm on the drive, it's like I'm constantly like, I need to listen to something. The YouTube podcast, something just to get, you know, the day started because I want to get my day started on the good vibes and get the momentum going. I remember listening to one you know, YouTube video, um, can't remember exactly, but they were saying like how you how you start your day really determines the momentum and how successful your day will be. If you start out with bad vibes, I mean you pretty much set yourself out onto the wrong route. But if you set yourself up high, you pretty much set the path uh, for the rest of your day. So that's why I get in that momentum and when I wake up to kind of like kick it off at a higher pace and on a high level. Boom, fantastic feedback. I actually got a chance to watch Chris. I actually got a chance to watch Chris do a keynote at a function of 306 and seven-figure people. He rocked that keynote. Let's clap for him, honestly. I've been watching him, too. I've been watching him. I'm in one of his groups. I forget the name of it. It's like Race, no, it's not Race to Million. Race, Race to Million. Okay, yeah, yeah. Race to Million. He, he's, doing, he's a great job with a camera. He always finds the sexy ladies to put on the camera, right? You know, he says that. Well, it's, it's a marketing point, right? Budweiser uses sexy women to sell beer. The two, right? It doesn't make sense. The people who drink beer got a big beer belly, right? You know, so it's, it's, it's a marketing point. But it's a good job. But I'm just saying, this guy's in his early 20s, and, and he is doing the dominant job. Femi just put in chat, Henry Ford said, anyone who stops learning is old, whether 20 or 30, 20 or 80. Absolutely right. Last one, number seven, numero siete. You are obsessed and intense. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. This, you, I dare you. I, I dare you try to define me. I am intense. I can't do nothing else. I drink water like. <laughs> Right, I'm dead serious. It's crazy. I eat real fast. I be talking, Chantel, and another thought get in my head, and I cut myself off from that thought, and I intentionally give you another thought. Like, dude, is she gonna finish? And then I tell you, all right, Chantel, do this. Then I go out the door, and I be like, hey, hey, do this too. So no, I say I won't say do this too. I go, hey, do this for me. You be like, yo, can I do the last thing you just told me to do? Right, I can't. My brain won't stop. I'm intense. I'm giving it to you. It's going like this. But, but you know what? I also attack my goals like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? 
I, I've never met a goal that I didn't get. I'm dead serious. I'm not saying I'm good. I'm just saying I'm too dumb and too intense to respect failure. Failure pop up for some of y'all. Oh, failure pop up for me. I don't even notice it. I run right through it. You're like, man, how you got over here? Oh, that was failure. I didn't even know that was failure. Mm-mm. I didn't even know. I just thought that was something in my way. <laughs> if I set a goal, I will run through you. I'm dead serious. I'm, I'm telling you right now. This is the last point. I'm telling you right now. If I set a goal and you are in my way, you get down or you lay down. I'm telling you right now. I'm, you, you hear me right? I may, I may not be the leader for you, okay? If you're looking for a cuddly rabbit, I ain't the one. We going to the ship championship, okay? We going all the way to the top. We dominating. We are not being average. I'm not going to let you put me in the middle and compare me to them. If you ever compare me, I'm going to smile, be nice in your face. I'm going to go back home and I'm going to say, how can I make them not compare me ever again? I ain't got no comparison. Hell, I lost some checkers one time. I went back. I practiced checkers for 30 days. So I beat that boy that beat me in checkers. <laughs> Lord, let me hear from I wanted to jump on what uh, Chris was saying earlier as far as like how you start your day. So my day this morning was was pretty rough. I mean, just like everything just didn't go as planned. And I had spoke to Daryl and my energy was so low. And he was like, man, what's going on? I'm just like, look, I'm pushing through. And he was like, you know, you got to do more than push through. And I was like, you know, are you right? I'm always awesome. I'm always great. So I need to have that same mentality. And the moment that I said that, that's when everything started to change. A manager called me, was like, look, you the first one I got this T-Vision sold and i'm like what it came through sold all right great i'm at the top of the rank again fourth fifth month going strong again so i'm like all right just like that and then things started to come in again i got another email back about something else that i was working on so it was all about you it's all about how you start the day and how you see things so it changed Look, Grace was over here cheering you on. I say, is that why you and lost so cool? Y'all both act like Grace can't stand losing. She's case. She lost the marbles one day. She went and threw the marbles at everybody. Nah, I'm, not, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, All right, uh, I totally understand. Once you teach me how to do something and I know the method, baby, you ain't got to worry about it. I'm about to dominate it. And that's what happened. So they were sleeping on me last year, but I had to learn the process. I had to learn the process. And then I attacked it. That's it. Attack it every single time. Ladies and gentlemen, law is 100% done with freshman, junior, sophomore, and senior. I got a bunch of classes to upload, but he, he done beat me. I said, oh, man, he done, he, done, he done caught up with the uncatchable system. All right? Right. It is. It's supposed to be right. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. Left and breathe. Man, okay. That's it. <laughs> Look, he told us that he don't even try. He said he don't even try to uh, watch TV no more. He said we we are Netflix, right? We are Netflix. All right, I want to show y'all something. This is the official. Can y'all see the link? Because I got something in my way. Yeah. Hey, copy and paste that link for me. 
It's ATS Network. Let's put it in there. ATS Network. It's, it's Facebook.com slash at ATSJR Media is what it is. But copy and paste in the chat for me. If you would like, to, first off, this is the official company page, okay? This is the official company page. You'll see the replay here tomorrow and other replays, et cetera. You'll see all that. But what I'm doing is I just hit copy and paste, didn't I? I just hit copy and paste. I hit copy and paste on how to raise capital for your business. <laughs> Once I hit send, watch this here. See all those links pop up? Once I hit share now, what I just did was we use this to actually raise money for our business, okay? Watch it, watch it real quick. I'll refresh the page so you can see. All you have to do is come to this page and click on every last one of those links, and it will show you how to raise money for your business. Now, I know some of y'all are so rich. You don't need money no more. I get it. But for those of you on your way to rich, okay? For those of you on your way to rich, <laughs> all you have to do, I'm not even sure if they're posted. All you have to do is get in here, have a wonderful time, and like this status. Let it be shared to you. I was trying to give me all this out. There you go. It's there for you right there for you to have it. So I'd love for you to have that. You're doing well. That being said, we're in this call in exactly 90 seconds or less. Looking for three people. Ladies and gentlemen, I say this all the time. I am not interested in keeping you sleep. Yes, I run an education company, as you just learned. But I'm looking for Femi's. I'm looking for Darius's. I'm looking for people who want to go way past where they are and want to invest in $60 million buildings with me. This is my way of creating my own shark tank to find the best of people with the best of the businesses. Some people in this university I have already invested in, already, already own the stake in their company. I've already invested. Tempest is already working on one, et cetera, et cetera. To give you an idea, Dave, unmute your mic real quick. Yes, I'm here. Dave. Am I interested in investing in your trucking company? Yes, you are interested in investing in my trucking company. And I can guarantee y'all, if he stayed a course, I will. That's what I'm looking for. Three people. Get. I'm looking for three people to sign up to the freshman level. That's how I get to identify who you are. It's free to sign up. But listen, I need to go back to the person who invited you. Go back to the person who invited you. Please allow that to happen, and they're going to walk you through how to sign up to make it easier for great customer service. The reason I'm asking you to go back is because we have a great value on customer service, and what I want you to do is I'm going to look at your progress. I'm going to look at how you're taking the classes. It's free. I'm going to look at how you're taking the classes. If I see you establish a relationship with me, and if your company is good enough, or if I make you enough money, you invest with me. You invest with Tempest. My name is Antonio T. Smith, Jr. I look forward to seeing three of you sign up, maybe even more, but we'll take three. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. I want to talk to you about your goals and your dreams. What are you waiting for? You're waiting for someone to dress you in success? 
Yeah, that's not going to happen. Life was meant to be about laughter, joy, and abundance. There's no shortage of money, and success is your moral obligation. But you're still in a thinking mode. You haven't quite worked your way to saying yes. It's time for you to work, grind. Your business needs you to move from a walk to a run. You have been praying for this opportunity. You've been waiting for owners who will look out for your best interest and send most of the money back into the field. Well, ATS is that company. This is what you have been praying for. So now it's on you. Will you care enough about your business to actually take all the freshman level classes? Will you care enough about your business to move towards the sophomore classes and beyond? Over here, we're giving away all the information that takes you to get the six and seven figures and beyond. Over here, we're not satisfied until 97% of our company is actually making money. We're not looking to get rich. We're looking to make you rich. And by default, we'll share an experience of that success with you. You will learn how to do all social media ads. Here, you will learn how to get on a sales call and convert energy into income. Here, you will learn how to code your own app for your business, set up your social media pages, and learn how to build million-dollar sales funnels. And we will give all that information to every single person who wants it. If you want to quadruple your retirement, this is the place. If you want to bring a customer into the company and have the company do most of the work for you to keep them paying you every single month, this is the place. If you want to benefit from the company's success, this is the place. If you want a company to email your customers money-making tips every single day that keeps them loyal to your downline, this is the place. You and I both know the world and how we used to make money, it has changed. You and I both know that all the tactics that you used to use to produce good results, they don't work the way they once did. How many people do you know that have not adjusted to this information age and now they are out of business? Ask yourself, how much more time do you have to waste and be out of business. Here's my advice to you. Stop passing up on opportunities because you're afraid to take another loss. Fear is the enemy of wealth and comfort is the repellent of millions. Will you answer the call? Or will you just get excited and be like, wow, this is a great video and do nothing. The choice is yours. Let us celebrate your retirement. Let us celebrate your millions. Let us celebrate you and break you through the glass. This is ATS and this is your moment.